You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary, presented by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you as usual, 402-464-5685. The uh, College World Series starts tomorrow, and one of the teams that will be featured once again for the 11th time in program history are the Arkansas Razorbacks. So with that, we'll head over to the Honda Lincoln Hotline where we're joined by Ty Richardson of ESPN Arkansas, host of the Morning Rush. It's a, it's a show down there from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, good afternoon, Tyler. Or Ty, how's it going? It's good, man. Um, I'm excited for some postseason baseball and uh, the, really the mecca of college baseball. Can't wait to get going. How many times will this be for uh, in Omaha for you? Only two. I uh, went back in 2015 as a 19 or 20 year old. I'm forgetting, nice. so you can't really go to Omaha without being of age. Yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> at least that's what I've been told. Yeah, that's that's what I've been told. I just turned 21, so this will be my first uh, first College World Series where I'll be able to partake partake as well. So I, I kind of understand that. All right, let's uh, let's kind of walk through this season because you guys um, were went 0 and 2. Lost your first two games in the SEC tournament, Arkansas did, to Florida and Alabama, if I remember correctly. And then you're able to go down to Stillwater and, and take that regional and then sweep North Carolina. What's the difference been between those, I mean, a couple weeks in between there? What has Arkansas done between the SEC tournament and now postseason to really um, obviously get back to Omaha here? I think it's been starting pitching. Connor Nolan has been wheeling and dealing these last two games. The start against Grand Canyon and Stillwater to kind of set the tone for the weekend, and then the start last weekend against North Carolina and Chapel Hill. He has been on fire. His slider's really been working. He doesn't have, like, high 90s, but, man, it's that low 90s, mid-90s at times, and he is he's rejuvenated to sorts. So if I had to point somewhere, it's his start that kind of just kind of kickstart the weekend for Arkansas, and they, they figured out hitting, pitching, and uh, that defense, man, that middle infield, Robert Moore and Casey, excuse me, Robert Moore and Jalen Battles mm-hmm. with the addition of Caden Wallace at third. I mean, and plus you got a, a true freshman and Peyton Stovall that was drafted as high as he was. I mean, that infield, man, it's tough to get by. Ty, what, you know, we saw last year Arkansas being the number one seed and, and, and falling in the Super Regional to NC State. What would you say is the the main difference between last year's team and this year's team? I would say the main difference last year is they relied so much on Kevin Copps. And Kevin Copps, the Golden Spikes Award winner, a guy that didn't just rack up that award, won several others. We know he was an All-American. We know he had one of the nastiest pitches in baseball. Kevin won them a good five to ten games last year, almost by himself. When he stepped on the mound in the seventh inning and Arkansas had the lead, you knew the game was over. Mm -hmm. And he is the most down-to-earth, humble kid you'll ever meet, which is special to see someone as talented he is and who worked his absolute tail off because he really wasn't that great of a pitcher a year prior to him stepping into the the mold that we knew Kevin Copps. I would say just Kevin Copps not being on this team and they're trying to figure things out. Payne Paulette got injured. They're presumed Friday night starter before the season began. So it's been fun to watch this baseball team hit some rough patches, have some high points, and 
they seem to be like the other seven teams in Omaha playing their best base baseball at the right time. We're, we're joined by Ty Richardson of ESPN Arkansas. He's currently on his way to Omaha. Uh, Arkansas plays Stanford in the first game of the day on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be 1 p.m. Central time for that first pitch. Okay, so uh, with that in mind, I mean, you obviously Kevin Copps no longer being there. How much does Arkansas dip into the transfer portal? Because now you see in the, in the in this new era of collegiate athletics, not even just college baseball, transfer portal is a great way to get a couple guys that might take you to that next level. Not necessarily saying that Arkansas needed to be taken to that next level, but I mean, what kind of stuff did Dave Van Horn do during the offseason that has really, you know, launched them to Omaha here for their 11th time in program history? Well, I think about their catcher and Michael Turner coming over from Kent State. They've already gotten, I believe, two. one guy I think is from Connor State. They got another guy from Creighton, if I remember that correctly, in, in this current offseason, and they'll continue to add pieces not only out of the high school ranks but in the transfer portal as well. Michael Turner has been a, a really big piece for this baseball team. Uh, there's been some others too, but I would say that was the one that fans would point to and say is one of the bigger pickups. Now, Ty, I'm a little bit off of off of Arkansas, but just the whole conference of the SEC as a whole. Four teams from the SEC make the College World Series this year, and and I've just been saying six with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas coming next season. <laughs> yeah. I just h- how big is baseball down in SEC country, and and did anybody see you know four six teams making it to to the best the the greatest show on dirt? I think. If you go to SEC baseball venues and you haven't been to one before, now I'm partial to Baumwalker Stadium, which is where the Razorbacks play. You go to Duty Noble in Starkville. I mean, these are some premier facilities. Uh, Vanderbilt's kind of weird. They have a smaller stadium in, in Hawkins Field, but we know the players that have come out and played there. I mean, Bueller, Price, and others. Tim Corbin's done a great job there. Kevin O'Sullivan's done a good job at Florida. Uh, some of these ballparks are just unbelievable. Triple A type look, and I would say Duty Noble and Bob Walker Stadium are at the top of the list in terms of presentation, uh, facilities, and everything that goes along with it. Swayze Field, I've in, in Ole Miss and Oxford, I've gotten a chance to go to Alex Box and see an LSU Arkansas series. It's just unique, and if you haven't, and I, I like going for for everyone listening right now, I've been to Big 12 football games. I got a chance to go to my first Big 10 football game this past year when Wisconsin hosted Iowa. So I like going to different conferences and different venues where I get a chance. And and those in Omaha and surrounding areas, if you have not gotten the chance to go to an SEC baseball game, a good series, I would highly encourage you to do so. Ty, we're joined by Ty Richardson of ESPN Arkansas. We we have the conversation up here, obviously, with Nebraska, where it's, I mean, they're in a Big Ten conference that does not have near the national respect of of the NCAA or the country when it comes to baseball as like the SEC or ACC does, or even the Big 12, I would say. In your mind, I mean, do you guys talk about the Big Ten at all? And if not, that's totally okay. But like we obviously we live in our bubble up here of Big Ten country. How much do, do do you guys down in SEC land pay attention to Big Ten baseball? We do in football and basketball season, and mm-hmm. Ohio State has been a big part of that. No, Michigan knocked them off finally under Harbor in the Big House this year. But we'll talk about Ohio State a lot of the times, just because that's the premier football team. Basketball, there's some really talented Big Ten teams year after year. I know that this year was not the banner year that the conference wanted with some early exits that you were kind of surprised by. Mm-hmm. But 
baseball-wise, it's just difficult because you start the season in February, yeah. and I've never been to Ann Arbor, Michigan. I've never been to Columbus, Ohio. I've never been to East Lansing or Purdue, but I know where it's located on a map, and I know it's cold. Yeah. And so you're trying to recruit kids to play in frigid temperatures. And, guys, it's not like it doesn't get cold in Omaha, Nebraska, or Lincoln, Nebraska, or Fayetteville, Arkansas, or other parts of the SEC, but it warms up quicker. And that's the obstacles that all the Big Ten coaches have to go up against, even in football, to a certain extent. Fastball's inside, that doesn't matter, but certain coaches have to battle off that in football season when it gets into the later months in November and December. But it's not enough. If you want to go to a certain university, I would hate to think that weather would be the ultimate factor that convinces Mm -hmm. you otherwise. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I'm just, we're always so curious. I mean, you just saw Eric Backich leave Michigan where, I mean, it was a pretty cushy job. He was getting paid 800 grand to to be the head coach at Michigan. And then he decides to leave for Clemson, which I mean, obviously ACC, it's a step up, but it just kind of goes to show that the Big Ten kind of just can't get out of its own way as a conference when you're trying to get some national respect because programs like Nebraska, like Nebraska had an opportunity this year, obviously they had a disappointing season, but following a somewhat of an impressive season last year, they went down to Fayetteville and kind of held up to their own a little bit. They had an opportunity to gain some national respect, but then uh, unfortunately, you know, the Big Ten Conference just kind of being how it is, uh, they they fall short. Um, once again, we're joined by by Ty Richardson of ESPN Arkansas. A couple more before we let you go. For Arkansas to win the finals this year, to win it all, what's going to need to have ha- have happen for the Razorbacks? They got to win it on Saturday. I don't see a scenario where Arkansas loses against Stanford and gets to the College World Series final. Back in 2018, when they battled against Oregon State, unfortunately, most of us listening know how that game ended in Game Two. Oh, yeah. Arkansas went three and zero, and I don't know if you want to call it preliminary play, but the early part of the basically a regional and super regional, right? So they went three and zero in the regional, and they had rest. But if you remember the rain delay gave Oregon State kind of an even playing field because Arkansas had an advantage because Oregon State lost one game. I don't remember who, but they lost at one point, so they had to play an additional game. Arkansas didn't. So to me, that's the key. Arkansas gets off to a hot start. They beat Stanford, which by ranking is the best team in this College World Series, so it's not going to be an easy task. I know Kyle Peterson is, is going to be really intrigued by that game, the, the head broadcaster and head player, or excuse me, head color analyst on ESPN, who's a Stanford grad, was a, mm-hmm. I think, All-American pitcher there. So I'm really excited, not just for that game, but the rest. This is just, you mentioned kind of our neck of the woods. You got four SEC teams and two on the way that are in the College World Series. This is great. Now, I don't know how Big Ten country feels about it, but Man, we have loved talking. We've spent more time on baseball That's in the awesome. last couple of weeks than we have in quite some time. That's awesome. All right, what one last question for you, Ty? And this this is this is a this is a burning question between Nick and I. Charles Schwab Field is the new name for the uh, <laughs> the field where where the College World Series is being played. Which do you like better, the Chuck or the Schwab? Schwab, gotta Dang. go Schwab. Dang. Ty, Ty, you just became one of my favorite people in the world, man. Okay, Chuck's like. That just sounds like a dad, and not that there's anything wrong. Is any, the Schwab sounds like an actual ballpark. Say, hey, where are you going, man? Well, I'm headed to Schwab. We got a game today. All right, bet. That makes sense. I don't know, but 
I'm headed to I just, I don't know. People would kind of look at you funny if you said Chuck, yeah, in catch- my opinion. I'm catching a game with the Chuck. That's what I'm thinking. All right, Ty, have you been told to go anywhere specific yet? Like, has, has anybody given you any, uh, recommendations. Any, any recommendations on where you should go immediately when you get into town? Well, boys, since you're asking that question, I, I have a question for y'all. So, Oscar's Pizza and Wings is where I've been told to go. That's a spot. Been told to go. I have not had a Drover steak. Okay. I am... I, I'm not. I, I like steak, so at some point I'll frink with there. Peterson said Dinkers. I know he's an Omaha resident, and we're doing shows at DJ's Dugout all week. I'm trying to think where That's else. That's a good place. Um, Perfect. Rocco's Pizza as well. Is, is, am I missing one, guys? Did I, is there somewhere so far, else I need to go? No, so, so far you can't go wrong with any of that. Okay. Yeah, now, any, any steak up here will be will be really good, I'm sure. Okay. The question I have for you, gentlemen, and I was supposed to, and I, I meant to call them earlier today, where do we need? We're going to do our morning show at a breakfast place from it's six to nine. Where do we need to call and do our morning show? Mm. What breakfast spot is the the go to around in Omaha? I have an idea. Now it's a cereal bar slash coffee shop. Nice. It's not exactly downtown. You're going to have to travel a little bit, but it's called Control Coffee. Okay. Uh, it's C T R L Coffee, and uh, yeah. it's it's kind of a newer place, but it's blowing up and people are loving it. Uh, the owner, we know the owner. Yeah, we're good buddies and, with the owner. And uh, if uh, we put you in contact with him, I'm sure he would love to have you. That would be great. I appreciate it. Folks. Awesome. Yeah. No, we'll we'll be in touch once we once we get done with the show here at three o'clock. We'll we'll be in touch with you. We might we'll we'll talk to talk to our buddy who owns the place and and see if we can set something up for you guys. That's business. I appreciate awesome. it, fellas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, Ty. No, I appreciate it big time. It was good stuff. Uh, we'll we'll definitely talk to you down the road. Hopefully. All right, we'll see what happens this weekend. Yep, that is Ty Richardson of um, the Morning Rush on ESPN Arkansas. So that would be cool if if we get that all set up. We'll, we'll have to talk to talk to Nick here. We'll see what I can minutes. do. Um, that's a, that's a great op- opportunity there. You're um, welcome. That's great job. <laughs> nice work. Nice work, Rico. Let's go ahead and t- take a break. We'll we'll go ahead and dive into a little bit of baseball because we haven't been able to talk about Eric Backage, Michigan's manager, leaving Michigan for Clemson. How much of a step up is it for for Backage? We'll, we'll kind of talk a little bit about that. Um, I mean, he had it pretty cushy at Michigan. Eight hundred grand, eight hundred grand to coach a Big Ten baseball program. You're not going to see that kind of money um, unless the Big Ten gets a whole lot more national respect in the next couple of years. We'll uh, take our final timeout. We'll be right back on the happy hour.